Oh Oh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm Harold. Good to go. I'm Danny. And welcome to the 2 by 2 podcast. We and, are from uh, Burlington Baptist we're Church. We're from Burlington Baptist. As you can see on Harold's staff shirt. Yep. There. And uh, so. Danny is with us this week and uh, he survived. I did. <laughs> 50K, 32.6 miles. 32.4. 32.4. I don't want too much credit. Okay. Okay. I'll I just thought take, yeah. I said four once and you said six. No, so you I said went. six on Sunday and I oh, said four. Okay. Well, he's, he's don't want to, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to overdo. I don't want to take credit for more than what I did. I got you. <laughs> but he survived and uh, had a good time. You want to talk about that or you want to pray? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Well, let's, let's pray first. Go All ahead right. and pray us in here. Lord, bless this day. Bless this time. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for being with Danny on Saturday and had a good run. And uh, some were saved even. We thank you for that. And uh, we had a great uh, service on Sunday and uh, three baptisms, just a good time under the tent. And all praise to you, Lord. And uh, bless, bless our time today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, so we get there and 50K, if you, if you translate that on your phone, is 31 miles. 31. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when we got there and they started explaining the race, it was a loop, a 16.2 mile loop. So I'm You're doing the math. I'm doing the math in my head and I'm uh-huh. like, well, that's 32.4 miles. And uh, well, who's counting when you get that far? <laughs> yeah, what's one more? What's 1.4 more miles after um, the thing? So it went really well, ran really good the first loop. Um, felt really strong. Came in at sixteen point two, and even Dad said you looked a lot better than I thought you were going to look yeah. at sixteen point two. Of course, when we left that morning, it was about sixty three degrees. So it was really, really comfortable running. Yeah. Um, it, it was rough. There was a section, um, towards the end, and I, I've I've told a few people this story. But there's a section towards the end. There was a two and a half mile in the last six miles. Started a two and a half mile uphill. Yeah, and I mean uphill like it wasn't you couldn't run it you couldn't i mean i could well i couldn't there may have been some maybe somebody must have but that one guy came in first he might have. yeah i mean he came in at four hours and 18 minutes so it's yeah 32 minutes like eight and a half miles an hour the whole time which means he probably slowed down for those parts but was clipping it 10 miles an hour at some point which is really fast yeah yeah um came in three first loop three hours and 27 minutes Sat sat for probably ten. I asked Dad to go get my Dad went with me. Yeah, he had funny because I'll tell you about that. But uh, I said, "Can you go get my hat?" Because it was starting to get really hot and trekking poles, and I didn't want all that sun on my forehead and my face. I thought that would be bad, which was good because the, there's a big section of it that was kind of out in the open. Yeah, and uh, you get to the the aid station. Was it like 26 miles? So right at marathon distance, the last aid station before you came in. So the fun. <laughs> The funny part was on the second loop, you stop in there and they had stuff like pickle juice, which I used a lot because I didn't want to cramp and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bananas and uh, some things like they have that. Like recliners and couches. No, 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 no seats. No. Uh, you could, I mean, you could sit on the ground yeah. if you wanted to, but uh, I did not sit down until I halfway. I sat down and I didn't sit down until the end because I knew that that would be bad news. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, they go just six point two left, <laughs> and and it's just, one of those things where you get done with a marathon. 
And, you still and they go, hey, you got a 10K left, right? Wow, that's crazy. Which was crazy. But um, dad stayed, and it took me seven hours and 24 minutes, which is a time I wanted to get a little faster. I wanted to try to do it under seven, but it, it was still a lot. Good. Yeah, it was still decent. Uh, about 14 mile an hour or 14 minute per mile pace for the whole race, which wasn't bad. Yeah. Count um, the halfway balls and right. some of that stuff. Um, yeah, so probably lost 10 to 12 minutes. At We're the, proud of you. We, thanks. That's good. But, but dad was, when I got back and I felt like talking when I got back, uh, I got, I got real emotional. Like as I was coming over the, the, I don't know what happened. I guess you just, your body just, yeah. you, you know, whatever. And I thought that, that would happen to her, but like the last probably f- 400 yards, I was like, what is happening to me? And why am I getting so emotional? And dad was there and he gave me a big hug at the end and all i could tell him was, I was like that was really hard like it's probably the most really traumatic thing hard. you'll ever do yeah maybe in your and uh for yeah. that amount of time yeah well it was funny so we get done and we're kind of waiting on dinner and, and of course we had the baptisms which was awesome which was i mean really just capped off a really great experience with with just seeing eight people and, and a story is there's i won't say his name on here but a fellow that i connected with through this group that lives in fort thomas younger guy Met the, at the race. We end up pulling up. I end up pulling up behind him to get into the park, and I see his Campbell County yeah. license. I'm like, <laughs> I said, that's a guy that I know. And he said, really? I said, yeah, the, the only person I really know down there. And I end up talking to him. Well, he got baptized that afternoon was one of the that's guys. Awesome. So I was, I was like, man, it was awesome to be here for the best yeah. decision you'll ever make. But any, So dad's talking, and he's like, this person over here came in from California, and these people over here came in from here. And he had a really long talk with a fella. Um who he had met and i guess he lives down there one of the one of that groups uh, a circle of friends or whatever he yeah. must have sat and talked for him for a long time and he goes you see that fellow over there and i said yeah and he said he's lost 62 pounds he said he's gonna run this race next a bigger guy yeah very unhealthy had some health issues and things like that and he said these guys have inspired him to, to turn his life around and he gave his life to christ really? and That's was talking awesome. and you know dad and i said so i looked at dad and i was like did you talk to everyone and he said oh yeah yeah, yeah. I tried, <laughs> I had seven hours worth of stuff to do. So he said, "Yeah, I talked to every about every person that would talk to me." That's so, awesome. But yeah, we had a good, I had a good time, and like I said, hardest hardest thing I've ever done. Really cool to kind of see what you can do. Yeah, you know, I, you get all those pre race things that you don't vocalize in something like that. Where I'm standing at the starting line, and at that point, I think the longest I've run is 20 miles. Yeah, and I was like, well. Yeah. You're going to do it or you're not. You know, you can be good till you're not. Yeah. So. Well, even if you hadn't finished, it, it's okay. But I know you. Oh, no, I was going to finish. You, was, you would have. You was going to finish, but. I would have hugged my. I would have. I would have hung my head so badly. Yeah. And and not been able to kind of face people. I, I think if I didn't finish. Um, I, when I came in at the turn, I, I, I felt really good because I gave myself so much time. It was an eight, at eight, eight and a half hour cutoff or something. Yeah. So I knew I was like, I could walk quickly the yeah. entire time and still yeah. get in here. But um, I didn't. I ran. But uh, I never thought on the course, never thought about giving up. Good. Yeah. Good. Which I thought was really good. So that's good. You know. It's a lot of it's mental. It's yeah, I got. I did a lot of time. I didn't take any music. I didn't. Take, it was just me. Uh, met some met some friends out there because you're running with people yeah. from time to time, and uh, basically uh, got a lot of you think and pray and pretty cool. Yeah, really, that's really awesome. good experience. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's don't forget our sponsors. Oh yeah, I almost forgot our sponsors. Yeah, we too. got uh, a whole list of sponsors: CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Yep. Uh, behind Tractor Supply. 
for all of your fitness goals and needs. Yep. And then let's see if you can get it. Kentucky, Kentucky Olive, Olive. Purveyors of fine oils and balsamics. Nice. Nice job. Out on 42. Out on 42. And uh, how is how is that? They seem to be in a better place. Yeah, they're doing. Everybody's they're, doing they're pretty doing good. And Samuel's doing. still doing therapy and slowly making some improvements. And so, praise the Lord. Tattoo Tina's. Tattoo Tina is the most world's most beautiful tattoo artist. And uh, we're going to pray for Tina next week. She's going to be uh, very concerned about her in the in the middle of some. the woods with no food and sleeping in. The- First of all, she's packed extra food. She, I, we're in a deer stand. We're going to hold Denny responsible for. And I, you know what, Tina's biblically, that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that okay. because I'm, I'm I'm charged. Yeah. with taking care of her you and better. looking after her. And I'm going to do that. I'm okay. going to make sure that she's good. But she has extra food. We're sitting at a deer stand the other night, and, and I, I hear psst, psst, and she holds her phone over. And she's on the thing. She's like, I found soy-free ramen. I was like, oh, okay. She goes, <laughs> I'm going to order it. I said, okay, whatever. She's, you know, she's got to be so careful. She don't want to get sick out there because yeah. she's allergic yeah. to all that stuff. And uh, so, And speaking of going out west – our other sponsor, Serious Archery Products and Tough Head Broadheads. Lethal. Making you more lethal. Making, Making you more, more lethal. lethal. Yeah. Seth called me this morning, like I said, very concerned about the deer I shot on Sunday. And he was he was making sure that the equipment that it wasn't equipment error, that it was more uh shooter or blood tracker error. Yeah, we we better not so talk about that. We won't, we won't yet. Yeah. yeah, we're still there's still hope. I'm gonna find him. Yeah. Yeah. And my steak and shake, brother Michael Steak and Shake. Um and our friends at... Got a new grandbaby. Yep. I want to mention that. Yep. I saw the picture. Number 20, I think. 20. I think so. <sighs> My kids are listening. We've got a lot of work to do if we're going to catch old brother Michael Steak and Shake. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> friends at AIG. And we had a new couple from uh, AIG here. We did. Like, uh, Lexi and Tanner. I think that's right. I hope, well, knowing us, it could not be. We might not even be close. Well, you talking, I'm, I actually texted You're going to talk? I texted myself their name. Okay, well, so I'll talk. Uh, yeah, do, so. When I do that. We had, I'll, I'll go ahead, before we get into Herald Sermon, we had indoor-outdoor sermon, or service. We had uh, indoor at 8.30. Lexi and Tanner. Lexi and Tanner, good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> and uh, with three baptisms and an outdoor tent service at 10.45, which I thought was really good. The weather good. was Perfect. We had yeah. a little bit, it was a little warm, but we had a breeze. Had a breeze, yeah. Underneath that tent, which was really good. Yeah. Um, those motorcycles want, like to mess with you, didn't they? Let car at the beginning. Yep. Wow. <laughs> but the motorcycles out. actually, when they was coming back in, they they kind of got off of it when they They noticed. did, yeah. They was, noticed the tent and they, yeah, so they, they got nice. off of it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you, you preached out of Hebrews. Yep. Yep. Um, which, uh, which is an interesting, interesting book. And not because. It's a good book. But it's a really good book. It's a really good book. So, there, you know, we, we when you learn about the book of Hebrews, you learn that they don't know exactly who authored the book. Yeah. And um, there's all sorts of things in Hebrews that you don't – So, well, let me, let me rephrase that. There was all sorts of things in Hebrews that I didn't realize were credited to the book of Hebrews. Yeah. And so it kind of goes back into the Old Testament and pulls right. some of that into connecting with Jesus and, and saying hey, Jesus is superior to the sacrifices, the priesthood, right. the, all that stuff. And right. chapter 10 is a lot about worship, corporate worship. And uh, so last week and the next two weeks, we're, going to, we're talking kind of about a discipleship process. And uh, kind of the first step is come and worship. 
and uh, come for the for the lost coming here and for the believer coming worship. And uh, we just talked about worship as a priority. It should be for the believer. Well, this goes back to the conversation that we've had previously of, I, you know, I'll run into people all the time and they, they hunt, they fish, they, they hike, they camp or whatever. Like, you know, I look at this and this is the church that I go to. And it's like, well, okay. You know, and, and trust me, and you know this, nobody likes being out on the mountain sure. camping and, and hunting any more than me. Well, maybe Chris, but <laughs> any more than me. But what are you, how are you being fed and how are you worshiping? Yeah. Right. And, and what do you do with the passage like? Hebrews ten twenty five that says right. don't neglect meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but all the more as you see the day approaching. And he said there's some things to do when you come together. You right. encourage one another, you stir up one another. Uh you you can't stir up others out in the woods by yourself. No. I mean you can talk to God. And or you can be fed out there too, yeah. I think. But you you know, but you can't you, you can't you can't encourage and you can't uh be accountable yeah. or, or make your yeah. brother accountable. Which and, I think is important as well. Yeah, and Paul has all this body imagery that we're part of the body and uh and so each member of the body is important and so the eyes always out in the woods well you can't see like you're supposed to and so not not that there's anything wrong with you know that kind of worship it's just there's this we're part of the body and uh we want to be reminded about that and and just we want to make worship a priority in our lives uh in the midst of all the other things that pull us away we want to say no we want to make it a priority to gather with God's people and worship God. And uh, it, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, being with your family in the holidays, you should look forward to that. Yeah. And, and the parents, they really enjoy it when the kids get together. Right. And I think God enjoys it when we get together as his children yeah. and uh, make much of him. So, so do you feel like, I, I feel like this sometimes, that's why I'm asking you. And, and we can talk about this and, and especially after this particular passage. Do you feel like that there's some Christians and even some mature Christians that just really don't understand how to worship or what it means? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, it's easy to get selfish in our worship and be me. When, we, when the first point Sunday was our worship is, is God-centered, God-focused. It's, right. it's about Him, not about us and our preferences. And you, you obviously hear from people their preferences. Sure. I, I like this kind of – and it's okay to have, have – a preferences but but worship is not about us and our preferences it's about right. god and his glory and uh he he doesn't he he's not caught up in style and all that kind of stuff he he wants pure hearts and and so draw near with with pure hearts and uh i think that's important and and then that picture of participating together and it doesn't matter if you can sing or not but right. but we're together uh worshiping the lord and well, and you know, when you talk about, we've talked about preference because we will go over songs that you don't necessarily like as much as, as what I do. And there's some songs that we sing that I, I particularly don't yeah. like, sure. but but we sing them because number one, it, it, I want people's hearts to be open to the message, right? That's yeah. what a roundabout quick kind of uh, description of my job is to prepare everybody for, for yeah the, the sermon and, and for worship. So, you know, in doing that, I, I try to put myself in the position of, it, you know, does this song speak to someone out there Yeah, that could potentially make them a little more comfortable with opening up and receiving the message, right? Uh, like that song that you were talking about, like Dear God in particular. That's one of those ones where I, I feel like there's people that, 
even though he doesn't want you to be stressed out about, you know what I mean? There are people that are, yeah. that are you know, that are trying really hard. So, I, you know, I try to look at it in that way too. And, and, you know, there's, and that's the thing, you know, I think it's funny when, when, when people go, you know, I wish we would sing more hymns and I wish that we would do this and, and I wish we would do this. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some songs that we play that I don't really love, but I know that people, yeah, you know, but ultimately what we're doing, we should be doing. Yeah. For, for him and and mm-hmm. with this imagery of family and uh i mean obviously uh when your grandkids come over mm-hmm. and you, you you're you're probably going to watch cartoons with them instead of westerns well you might like the westerns but you love your grandkids more I wish that you would have told my grandpa that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a picture of family yeah. and uh mm-hmm. we don't always try to have our preference Right. Especially with people we love, we we want to give up our preferences sometimes, yeah. and and we want it to be God centered, and uh, in our preaching, in our singing, in our praying, uh, and then gospel saturated. We we always, if we're going to invite people to come, we want them to hear the gospel, right? And and sometimes you're you're dealing with a particular subject, and and that's okay. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's profitable for the 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 members to be built up and and instructed uh but we always want to make sure that that everybody that comes hears the gospel because yep. lost people need to hear the gospel to be saved and say people need to hear the gospel because uh it reminds them of of, of why they are saved and and uh you know again we we were reminded of god's love for us and we try to love others god's forgiveness we want to forgive others the, the gospel reminds us of all that so we we want to get the gospel and then the third point that this it it sends us out our affections lead to action yep. and uh as god steers our hearts we we're led to you know go share the gospel love our neighbors i mean go to the mission field give sacrificially all of that comes out of our our affections for god because he's worth it i mean i i love god and and uh i i, I want to give because i i want to support missionaries it takes the gospel uh, I want to sacrifice my time. I want to use my vacation to go, and all that comes out of a heart that's stared for God, and uh, and so worship is leads to missions. It fuels our missions. Uh, I mean, you could go on a mission trip, I guess, and just out of duty, and you you probably would be miserable. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, oh, I'm taking my vacation, and this cost me fifteen hundred dollars, and it's hot over here, and the <laughs> foods. You can go that way and you'd be miserable for a week. But if you go thinking, man, our God is awesome and he saved a sinner like me and I got to go to people in India and I got to tell them about Jesus and uh, I don't don't care what that plane ticket costs because uh, I want them to know the Jesus that I know. Our worship feels that. And um, so so something that I think about when you, you know, you talk about action, right? There are some things that, that, that I have done, and and um, I mean it's just it's human, right? <clears throat> Where you say, I mean, I I don't really feel like doing it. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, like, what is going to happen with this? And you know, it might be a mission trip to a place where you just don't really think that there's going to be that big of a response. But I but I will tell you this that, and I'll use one example in particular is when we went down to Stanton, and Tina painted faces, yeah. and I, and we sang. And I was like, I don't know if there's going to be a person show up to this thing. 
the whole community ended up coming out. Yeah. Tina met so many little kids yeah. that, that got their face painted. She got to talk to them, and they were telling her story. Of course, she's crying like a baby over there, you know, listening to some of the stories and this, that, and the other. And, and, and it was just one of the most awesome experiences. And, and every single person that came through there was like, thank you so much for doing yeah. something. And, you know, in the summer, we, 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 we don't have – yeah. really anything like this and stands a little bitty town and we you know we love jonathan and those guys down there at that church but it was just one of those deals where where yeah. you know it was kind of um just a blessing and and i it, of course god god convicted me and he's like see sure. yeah like, you're you're that was a terrible attitude to have and you, you know and it was, i've been there many times <laughs> Lord, forgive me for yeah i mean seeing he, this is he a, really did i mean he can you know the whole ride home i was like you know i'm i, I, was, I was i'm so sorry yeah that, that i you know, something that you presented me an opportunity to do, and I and I went into it with a heart that was just yeah. like, well, I'm going to do it because I feel like people expect me to do it, and and yeah. then you end up getting really, really blessed. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm sorry. My first church, we had a a, a ministry at the nursing home, and I, every month I, I I dreaded it, mm-hmm. but they always blessed me. They they were so kind <laughs> yeah. and uh, they appreciated it so much. And you leave there thinking, I, I, Jesus would have done that and, he'd have jumped at it yeah right? i mean and, he'd have jumped at the opportunity yeah. and that's yeah lord forgive me <laughs> yep. but yeah I, i'm just and I, the same way you know it's like why why pay, if you you know and and that really kind of changed me and and now where i go if we could just bless one person yeah yeah and it might be the pastor of that of the church and i'm not saying this you know going yeah. down to kent's bible school it may just be we've taken a little bit of yeah pressure off of them and yeah. that blesses them. That's that's sure. great, yeah. you know. And that's something you're like, man, yeah. you know, you're supposed to go bless people. That's what you, you know, that's what Jesus wants us to do. And that sometimes it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And let me just say a couple of things about the church. You know, the, the, I mean, the church is full of sinners, right? And uh, people say, I don't need the church, or I, I was, well, this, you know, one of the things we do when we come together is we stare up one another. And uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are just like, man, I'm just I feel a distance from the Lord, and I, I feel dry, and I'm not growing. Well, a lot of times it's because you've disconnected from the the body, right? And uh, you come together. One of the purposes is that we try to encourage one another. And I, I see you down. I try to encourage you. You you look for people. You you try to encourage people, and just just uh, you know, attendance, uh, singing. And that's encouragement to to hear people singing and joy and and seeing that. <laughs> so without letting too much out, you know, I we we talk back behind, you know, after the first couple of songs, and, and generally I'm telling everybody how my team is awesome, right? So I'm telling you, oh, you did a good job on this, you did a good job on this, and they'll go, no one was singing, you know, yeah. and it's not about us, yeah. right? But we want people to come along with us. Yeah. Right, not not to think that we're the greatest praise team of all time, but we were like, we want you to sing with us. We want you, you know, and and they definitely notice when people are just kind of standing. Sure, you know? yeah. Even yeah. if you can't sing, sing. Yeah. Not, I've never been in a big crowd of people that sounded bad. Have you ever? No, no. You know what I mean? When when voices no. are lifted up together, you know, even at, like together for the gospel, you got a bunch of men. Do they sing like but you? When they, yeah, you, when they get together and sing, <sighs> man, it is it's powerful. I bet it is. And you don't you listen. I'm not. I don't, know anything about music no so I, to me it sounds good yeah well that's the thing right i you know miss sandy who's a much more knowledgeable about musical things than i am especially choral things i've never heard a group of people singing together 
the good voices yeah. will bring the yeah. you know they'll sure. bring the other ones along. It, it's yeah. and it's it's usually big and it's powerful and it's awesome and it's like man, I've never heard a big group of people singing where it sounded bad. Yeah, and so if we just shoot the truth with you, I mean, you you can say things about I don't need the church, but you you can't say that and be true to Hebrews ten twenty five, right. which says. Don't neglect eating together. <laughs> right. I mean, you got to do something with that verse. And uh, the illustration, I, and we've all heard it, is, you know, just a, a coal on the fire. You pull that out, it gets cold fast. Right. Yeah. Now, you can put it back in there, and it'll heat back up, but uh, that's the picture. We get together, and we we fuel off each other. And it, and here's a here's an interesting caveat to that. There's nothing in Hebrews 10.25 that says you have to show up at 10.45 on Sunday morning. Yeah. You you can get together and have a church on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. On Tuesday morning. Yeah. Whatever. And I mean that's what a lot a lot of kind of small group stuff comes in, but that's that's the same. You're like minded believers digging into God's word. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. and and this that watching out for one another, provoking one another towards right. love and I mean that that's what we do. We, you right. know, and and sometimes someone's kind of cold, dry, and and you invite them to. To do a mission project, or you invite them to a class, or you invite them to serve others, and uh, you, you kind of get that that coal going again. Yeah. And uh, so we 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 want to keep our coal burning for Jesus that fuels our mission, but but we also want to put gas on their fire. Right. And uh, we do that when we come together, and uh, we we're invited to draw near to God through the blood of Jesus. So, I mean, we we're sinners. Jesus has shed his blood and clothed us in his righteousness so that we can draw near to him. Enter the, the holy place. Again, we look back to the Old Testament. Right. You, you just couldn't do that. No. But now we can because of Jesus' righteousness. And uh, we have a high priest who is Jesus. I always think about Great. when I was a little kid, I can't remember what Sunday school class I was in, but they told us about the high priest that would go into the holiest of holies. And they would tie a rope. Yeah. In case something happened to him, they could drag him out because they couldn't go in and get him. No, no. They had to put tie a, a rope to that guy. They put bells on their robe so they could hear him yeah, could moving go on, around. Make sure everything was okay. Yeah, but you don't go in there. <laughs> How would you like that job? Hey, you're related to Aaron. Why don't you Why don't you go in the holiest of holies? And if God decides to take you while you're yeah. in there, we're going to have to drag you out by this rope tied around your foot. Yeah, and, and the seriousness of saying, "Hey, Danny, did you have you confessed your sins and have you purified right. yourself?" Because hey, we ain't coming in there. We go, we're gonna drag you out. This is serious, God. Yeah. He ain't playing. <laughs> like he's in there. Yeah, and you got to be super. Yeah, but now we we the the veil's been torn, and we're right. invited to come in with boldness, mm-hmm. boldness, with courage, for <laughs> <laughs> the presence of the Lord. So, speaking of boldness and your sermon. I really liked when you spelt go, G-O. Go. So you were worried about people thinking it was goal go. oriented yeah. instead of go oriented. Yeah. I have somebody that makes me conscious of that now. So It's not just me. Don't don't throw all that <laughs> on me. There's a lot of giggling. The goal is to go. <laughs> I love it. That's what Somebody asked me, we were talking about it at lunch, and they're like, you think he'll ever lose it? I'm like, no, he's never going to. He'll never lose it. And Tina said, well, I hope he doesn't. I hear some people back home think I've lost a little bit. Is that true? Yeah, but not not most of them. Most of them think, no, you, you still you still got that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It makes it makes you you. And it makes me pay attention while you're while you're preaching because I don't want to miss this one. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. The goal is to hear the, the words. So to be bold. Go out and be bold. 
So, what is the this, this is coming out of left field? What would you say is the biblical uh, definition of of worship? Is to give worth to God and acknowledge His worthiness. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, the word means bow down to pay homage, but to acknowledge the the worthiness of God. I'm impressed. You answered right now. You didn't even have to think about it, dude. It was awesome. Well, that's our chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. <laughs> and uh, and I, we want to be good worshipers because He's worthy of that. And not just in worship, but just, I mean, we worship God. We glorify God by obedience, by well, sharing the gospel. They, uh, it's called a worship service, right? It's yeah. not just the songs at the beginning and the end. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. So what is, do you think about Platt's definition of worship as revelation from God mm-hmm. and the response by man? Good. It's, um, good, it's a it? good, yeah. Um, uh, and this was years ago. but in, And if anybody is listening to this that, that has heard me say this before, is it, we, we, we t- went through the book and it had Platt's definition in there and a couple others. And it was written by Chris Tomlin and the pastor of uh, the big church, Church of the City. Yeah. Down they wrote the book together. And it was one of those days where he said, you ever get out of your car in the church parking lot and go, man, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to worship today. Probably not. Yeah. You're probably, you know, he said, you know, so I said, why don't everybody, before you ever get in the sanctuary yeah. in the morning, and, and I kind of repeated this, you know, a couple of times at church. Next week when you come back, all those, and trust me, we had six of them that we tried to get ready for church on Sunday morning. It was very difficult. There's a lot of unchurchly thoughts going on on the way to church. When you shut that door before you walk in this building, say, I'm going to worship today. I'm gonna I'm gonna be open yeah. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it. And I think that with with that attitude, you know, it's yeah. just gonna get you get a lot better. And I, I have to do that still sometimes. Yeah. Like when, when we've got things going on and we're practicing and we're getting things yeah. ready and everything else. And Dean and I are gonna get to, you know, get doing a little bit brush up on our Sunday school lesson. I have to go, you know, I'm now now's the time I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready. Let's let's worship. Yeah. Let's yeah. worship. So with that definition, a rhythm of revelation and response, I mean, there's opportunity like every morning. Right. When I open my Bible to get God's revelation through his word and then in my heart respond to it and say it, Oh, I Jesus was gentle and lowly. Right. I, I gotta <laughs> I can respond to that today by right. and, and so we can worship uh not just on Sunday mornings, but right. Tuesday morning. I've got to be gentle Bible and open. lowly today because I ordered some stuff and they delivered it to a store I've got to go get. <laughs> so I'm not going to get mad about it. Yeah. I'm just going to. Praise the Lord. You might have someone there that you're you, supposed to talk to. You, 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 that's a fact. That's right. That's a fact. So while you're gone, Danny, I'm going to be talking about, uh, so come and worship this week, but uh, or last or Sunday, but this week we're going to talk about connect and grow. Because God wants us to grow in our faith. And then next week, of course, Danny's going to be gone two weeks, so uh, we hope we don't lose any of our sponsors. Yeah, we wanted to tell our sponsors, please, please don't don't pull the sponsorship from the show yeah. because it'll be it'll be missing. You, I mean, you could probably get somebody to do one. Yeah. But then talks the, as much as me. The last week is go and serve. So we we come and worship, and our worship leads to going and serving. Yep. And that's kind of where we're going. We'll, we'll review that when you get back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway. We listen. We'll listen. on. we got a long road trip, so we'll listen to both services probably on the way home. <laughs> um, and then some. And then some. But uh, 
But yeah, so pray. Yeah, but definitely pray. I, you know, pray for us as we as we go, and then we'll talk about some of the stuff we've got coming up. But it's Tina's first time, like I said, out in the, out in the out in the woods camping and we're praying and for Tina. We, so we don't care that much. About she's got don't don't look. Don't listen to him. She has extra food. Yeah. We've we've made sure. If you want to put some comments in the comment section about uh, <laughs> threatening Danny about what happens if Tina gets overly cold or hungry. Uh, you can put those in the comment section, and we'll pass them along to him. Yeah, she's going to have to do some sit-ups in her sleeping bag. Uh, that's how you get warm. Most of us I mean, she could crawl. care more about Tina than we do, Danny, and we know that he's going to be okay, <laughs> but we're a little bit worried about I got, Tina. I got news for you. She organizes most of me, so I, I, I'm far more dependent on her than most. I, you know what I hope? I hope there's this huge elk bull comes out, and Tina throws down the camera, grabs your bow, pops that dude, and you're like, what just happened? What? what? And Tina's like, uh, I, I killed that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I would, li- I would like that. Other than I'd have to put my tag on it because she doesn't have one. But, but, uh, but yeah, I hope that we get a big bull elk come through and a bear and whatever else. I would love that. All right, so we might have some pictures here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I would like out. to see. I'd like to see if we see. We'd like to see half the animals we saw last year will be it'll be a good trip for her. She'll really really enjoy. We it. We could really make our sponsor look good. Couple of yeah, a couple lethal of sponsors. Broadheads. Lethal. Yeah, um, making me more lethal. Making me more lethal. All right. That well, they, good. they shoot awful good, so I will say that I'm not gonna. Get, and I mean, really, all of our sponsors are awesome. They are awesome, right? We've got good. We've got archery equipment that's fantastic. We've got food all over the place. Steak and Shake, Kentucky Olive. The only one I can't speak for is Tattoo Tina's, but I can vouch that she's really good. <laughs> and her tattoos. And yeah, and the guys from CrossFit Northern Kentucky on the run, as soon as, like, they must have felt that I got done because it, immediately after the race, I started getting text messages. How'd you oh, do? Cool. How'd you yeah. do? How'd it go? How'd it's it go? Good. So it's good. But uh, we'll be praying for you. Yeah. I, and, and I did want to say that, um, interestingly, you talk about, uh, organizations at churches that, that organization and i guess i maybe didn't put it say it well enough they are a christian-based organization yeah now the the guy that the guy that runs the outfits an ex-navy seal and he is rough but which is probably why i gravitate to them i'm pretty rough myself so you know i did comb my hair today he did so he did. yeah um if you all want to comment on that, <laughs> if you noticed that already uh, i hope somebody has but, a comment early in this, the show saying hey danny what happened to your hair yeah um it's not cut. It's just combed. Um, I do that from time to time. Yeah. Every once in a while. But, you know, and, and it's really cool. Like I said, it, it, 32.4 miles to, was completely worth it to be there when eight people yeah. got baptized mm-hmm. in the in the lake. It was just awesome. That is awesome. So I wanted to get in there on some of them because I could have counted that towards my tally yeah. this year. But yeah. I didn't want to see him. You need to practice. Presumption. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, uh, uh, hey, <laughs> listen, if you weren't, if you weren't at the service on Sunday, you missed my man Levi's feet up out of the tank when he got baptized. He was, he was full in, full in on that baptism and old Bob getting in there. And it was a good time, man. It was awesome. It's awesome. Lord. Yep. So, All right. Pray for I'll us. I'll pray this out. Lord, we just thank you again, just for your word and, and and just finding instruction all in this book uh, for every part of our lives, Lord. We just thank you so much for it, and we thank you so much for your Son Jesus, who who gives us the ability to not have to worry about going into places like the holiest of holies, where He is speaking for us, and He is He is our advocate, and we thank you so much for that. Because without Him, 
we'd have nothing. And Lord, we just uh, ask that you continue to heal the people who are struggling with uh, all of the things they're struggling with, COVID and cancer and, and, and bad uh, sickness, all of these things Lord, that we have going on. We just want to lift them up to you. And, and we pray for those who are in the hospital. We pray those, for those who have lost people uh, to these diseases, Lord, as it's happening all around us. Lord, we just ask that um, you come into those situations and you give healing and comfort and some peace. And Lord, we just thank you for the way you're adding to this church and, and, and ask to be um, good ambassadors for that growth and, and do it in a way that just glorifies you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.